previously on Attempted Adventure. You're right, okay? You were right. We shouldn't have gone in the woods. I don't say a word. You see a giant empty iron cage in the center of a battle distinctly like the one you just had. (laughs) You see a set of footprints and you see drag marks along with it and the occasional feather in their stead. You see this old, old man. Are you with those Royal Academy people? We're not with them. We're looking to free a bird from them. Are you friends of the bird? Yes. We sure want to be. The bird had been bitten. My antidotes aren't working on it. I thought this poison didn't kill things. Something's different about oh, this okay. creature. Yes, I need the mithril powder and onyx stone. You collect the items and uh, <laughs> what? I'm so scared. That went way too easily. You see a burst of static around you. That it is shooting directly at the carcass of the dragon. adventurer are you ready to give it a try y'all ready to run the fuck should away we fight a dragon or should we no. run we should run probably to to the bird right yes or there is should we I... try to befriend the dragon and nope. have him fly us back to the bird i want to fight that dragon okay that's ali saying that isla's very unsure okay jp would like to survive Golinson City has done nothing to earn him his favor. In fact, they almost arrested him for doing the small crime of selling cheese so Golinson can go to the dragons for all I care. <laughs> Let Golinson fall. They took my cheese. <laughs> they shall fall. <laughs> I don't know who that was, but it wasn't JP. <laughs> Isla wants to be the hero, so she's going to help. Mido, do you feel some ungodly urge to protect this city? No, I want to get back to my bird. Fantastic! Really? We're all in agreement then. Billy? Isla stays. Isla stays where? Isla and Billy make an arcana check. Okay, cool. I'm not doing that. (laughs) Not doing that. (laughs) Did you also roll a bad one? No, it was an 17. So much better. I rolled an 18. Uh, 8. 18. You both see a strong, erratic red outline the same, with the same aura of the feathers and the scrap of fabric that caused the time shift in Conistry hanging from one of the dragon's horns. Do you remember when in Conistry you saw the scrap of fabric, the erratic the well. red outline on the well, and you followed it and you nullified it? You see that same type of outline of a different object dangling from one of the dragon's horns. I tell Mido and JP. So you're saying I have to get on top of the dragon? I'm saying we're going to throw you up there. Okay. We're going to yeet you up 
Oh, I'm mon dieu. Don't you have a feet that makes this. it so you're good at jumping? <laughs> I don't know if he jumps that good. <laughs> I do. I'm just saying, if there was any time for Mido to be an anime character, now is the Attack on Titan time. He's literally going to do the entry of Golems and move and run up its spine. Wait, JP, did you tell them that you saw the Andrea Blade flaw? No, I don't think so. I've immediate. I literally probably saw that like as I was running away. Okay. <laughs> I imagine I have stopped now, realizing though that my friends are my companions are not following they me. They are not following you. And I run back to them and say, "What? Why are we not running? Let us run. Uh, Why well, we must flee? Flee the dragon! We have to help." They took my cheese and said, not here. You'll have cheese elsewhere. Come on. Throw me. Does anyone have a spell that can launch me onto the top of the dragon? Is there water around? We could, I can make a wave and you can surf up there. Love that. Oh, that's fun. That's, I do think we're in the middle so of a landlocked city. Cool. Pretty sure you're in the middle of a landlocked city. Is there a well? There is the, uh, the fountain that was uh, originally beneath the dragon. Hold on. Um... I Can tell you make a Mido, geyser out of them? Uh, I tell them that the Andrea blade fell, and it's on the ground and near the dragon. Um, so it would be right. It would be right next to the mine. And I down my invisibility potion and run for it. Oh, dude, nice. Sick. Um, make a stealth check. Me? Mm -hmm. You're a rogue. with advantage because you're yeah. So it's a uh, twenty-three. You dash. Uh, we're not taking initiative yet because there's so much going on. So you dash to the Golinson Monument and you see it there glinting in the light. Um, and for some reason, none of the, the Golinson Knights that are now here uh, shooting arrows up at the dragon and attacking it from afar have seen it. And you sneak in completely invisible and grab the Andrea blade. And in your grasp, it becomes invisible too. Sick. I book it back to my friends. Okay, JP, you don't know that. You have no idea. He's in Yeah, we don't know. I have another uh, hour. I just realized it lasts for an hour, huh? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're going to be invisible um, for just, a little while. We literally think JP ran away. <laughs> I said I was cut. Yeah, you're right. Typical. <laughs> Are y'all still hanging around together? Yeah, what do you do immediately after he books it? Because that would have taken like 25 minutes because it's like, right? Oh, it is 20 it's, blocks. It's 20 blocks. I said I right. could run... Actually, twenty five minutes is probably generous. <laughs> it's probably pretty generous. Mm -hmm. huh? Yeah, you guys are you guys are in the center of town, and uh, this the monument is up north, like a New York block. Maybe I'm thinking Portland block. Um, long way or short way? <laughs> short way. Is anyone? Else... Oh, okay. I could probably run that in about ten minutes, so I'll say twenty five is yeah. fine. Okay. Is anyone else like fighting this dragon? Only the knights that are geared up. Um, all of the other like like policemen and like people like protectors and people like that are trying to evacuate the city to the south. Um, and like the occasional adventurer like rushes out of the taverns. So it's not like you're like four against one. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people on the ground doing damage. But it is an ancient black dragon. This is an insanely powerful dragon. Um, I can use step of the wind to double my jump distance but i don't <laughs> okay. think that's enough Jesus. to get me all the way up there could okay. i climb a building or a clock tower or something and then jump from there you could definitely give it a try is the dragon in the air yeah the dragon is now circling um it's pretty low it's pretty low it's like trying to like it's scooping every now and then because it doesn't have fire it has an acid breath 
So it is like it is like raining acid breath occasionally on like the droves of knights who are fighting it. And yeah, you could definitely give it a try. Make a perception check to see where the tallest building you can reach is that's within the kind of like perimeter where the dragon is is flying. Uh, 13. Below where the dragon seems to be circling, there is a church with a fairly tall steeple that seems still a little far, but not as far from the belly of the dragon as it swoops below. I look at Isla one more time like, you definitely don't have a catapult spell, huh? I have spider climb. Spider climb? I can touch a willing creature. And they gain the ability to move up and down and across <laughs> vertical surfaces if you Holy want it to like, climb up a uh, clock tower. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean... I can cast Spider's Climb. That seems applicable. It's the the climbing speed is equal to your walking speed. Wow. Nice. Holy shit. No, uh, that, does that mean he doesn't need to make an acrobatics check when he tries to climb? I don't think so. Just says, yeah, it's just touch and then I have to concentrate. Oh, so it's a concentration spell. So he's good to climb as long as you have concentration on that. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. Uh, yeah, totally. That's great. I'll cast that for you. All right. Isla, are you doing anything to help? No, not right now. Okay. <laughs> You're not even going to join like the knights or anything? Not yet. I'm pretty interested in what Mido's doing. Okay. So uh, <laughs> Mido, I assume that all- She's all, vlogging me. I assume that all yeah. four of you rush over to that church, which is closer to the north side of town. Where the dragon is circling. And you climb that church? Yes. Okay. Uh, Isla, Billy, and JP, though you're still invisible, are on the ground level. And there are, uh, there's a, like 20 or so adventurers and knights standing here launching ranged attacks at the creature. Uh, some of whom have like climbed up onto the terrace tops of buildings and like helping each other. There's one or two magic users, but like... Um, Magic users in like an Isla sense are not nearly as common so much. So that's what's going on on the ground level. And uh, Mido, you are on top of this steeple with spider climb. Okay. Love that. Uh, So I use a key point to use step of the wind. Okay. And I'm not getting any of the like dodge or disengage benefits. Okay. I'm just going to wait for the moment when it seems like the dragon is closest and then i'm gonna fucking jump how high is the steeple i mean i it's magic it's a red spooky thing so i guess he doesn't need the sword but like so mido are you jumping on the dragon to attack it or are you jumping on it to grab what billy and isla saw to grab what billy and isla saw okay so the intent is Uh, not to attack but to remove the object yeah but can i before i jump can i have um can I have my rope at the ready so that if I make like a rough landing, I can like hook uh, one of its like back spikes or something and like hold on tighter? Sure. Sick. And before he jumps, is anybody else doing anything? Good luck, Mido. Thanks. Yeah, totally. Oh, thank you. I'm going to hide. Okay. I'm not that I'm, actually, I'm invisible. I don't know why I would do that. Yeah. But like, just stay out of the way of the danger. <laughs> okay. So you guys are all standing here watching this happen. A few of the other adventurers uh, and and uh, knights catch on to what Mido is doing, seeing this absolute fucking anime character, like, Naruto run up the side of this <laughs> church and, like, climb atop the steeple and ready himself. And as the uh, black dragon circles around once again, its tail dips a little bit lower than its body as it, as it passes by. And uh, it is about... 
a hundred feet above you. That's the lowest it's gonna get? I guess I die then. Oh no, wait, I have slow fall. I'm fine. You, because how far would it put you? 90 feet? Like my jump? Mm hmm. I don't know. What's jump distance even? I don't even know. Like jump height? Yeah. Jumping. Your strength determines how far you can jump. Leap into the air a number of feet equal to three plus your strength modifier. If you have a 10 foot lead up. So th three plus. So f 11. <laughs> oh, wait. 14 feet. 14 feet. That's what it is. So one of the adventurers down on the ground near you guys, uh, the three of you here yell, he's trying to get on it. He's trying to get on it. Lure it down. Lure it down to the ground. Uh, and they start like they start casting magic spells and stuff to try to slow its speed and like lure it down to them to get its tail closer to Mido so that he can um, achieve what he's doing. Is anybody going to try to do anything to help? We can't get yeah. up on that steeple. Can we? You could try to climb. You would just have to make an athletics check. Nope. I want to do... I want to give him my grappling hook, because I feel like that would be more useful than the jumping. <gasps> that would be very helpful. Uh, I have a zero I... in athletics, though, so that's... How far can a crossbow go? Uh, it should have far. a range. I think it's 120. Well, my thing was mostly just to get its attention. I don't care that if it wastes an arrow or anything like that. I just want to get its attention. Okay, I will say you are one of... A lot of 10 people. or 11 people shooting crossbows at it from down here. That's okay. Uh, okay. Make your shot. 15. Mm -mm. Didn't get its attention either. Mm -mm. Didn't even hit it. Mm -mm. Yeah, it like, you managed to like get it, but it dings off of its natural armor uh, as it swoops again. You do see, however, a magic user like a few streets away, straight down the road cast acid spray up at it uh, and it kind of swoops down and tries to get a claw at that guy and narrowly misses. Um, oh, waste of spells. I run over it's to... It's a dragon. I don't want to waste it if we're not like an initiative and it's like super far away from me. Yeah. Yeah. I have poison spray. Can I cast that? It's uh, a cantrip. What's the range? Yeah, I what... do too. It's only 10 feet though. Oh. Uh... I, it's not... I mean, it's not within range. Uh, can I go over to the building Mido is on, swing my little grappling ladle hook mm -hmm. up and get as high as I can? I think I have a 30 or 60 length rope. 30 or Usually 60 it's foot. 50. Is you it start 50? with 50, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead and do that as a ranged attack. I don't want to hurt him. I just want to throw it up there. I just mean to get it up on Nope. That. Okay. It's a seven. Well, uh, but Mido, you still have spider climb, so you could ostensibly climb down and climb back up. Oh. But he's invisible, he doesn't know. so I don't know where he is. He is invisible, you're right. I heard it. Maybe I heard it. Sure. <laughs> you know what? Once the uh, once the, the ladle grappling hook leaves his, his like vicinity, it appears out of thin air, and you see a grappling hook made of ladles try to latch on and just like scatter down to the siding of the church. Can I throw okay. it again? Yeah. Oh, that's better. Nineteen. Okay, it latches on just below the tip of the steeple. Uh, and Mido, that's in your range. That's in your reach. I grab it, and then I look around at the bottom, confused, and I'm like, JP? I give it a little yank and then let go. Okay. I, I reel it in, I guess. Cool. So you have that now. Uh, so you have 50 feet of rope to throw, and you also have your own 50 feet of rope. All right. I tie those bad boys together. Okay. Uh, is your plan here to throw it 
a hundred feet in the air. <laughs> yes, but consider that I'm very strong and I do a lot of karate and I use this magic step of the wind, which makes my jumping speed doubled. So like, it only seems right that my throwing distance. Mm -mm. Uh, I will, however, the same. say that you can throw it with advantage uh, as a dexterity throw next time the tail comes around. Okay, I'm waiting for it. Tail's coming around. Uh, 21. Okay, definitely. That latches on. Uh, you latch onto one of the last two crooks of the uh, spikes on the dragon's tail. Make a... <laughs> Make like 15 checks here in the next several seconds. Make a constitution well, saving throw. I have a spider climb, so I feel like climbing up the rope oh. should be. Okay, totally then just make impossible. a strength check to stay like holding the rope. As it yanks him off the roof. <laughs> 18. Yeah, okay, you hold strong onto the rope as it yanks you from the steeple of the church, and you go swinging wildly uh, as the dragon uh, remains in flight. I'm going to roll actually. Uh, uh, intelligence check to see if he notices you <laughs> or a perception rather no he doesn't notice you there <laughs> so uh yeah you are uh now hanging from the tail of the dragon i'm gonna say uh realistically it'll take you like four it would take you about four rounds of combat to get up the thing of the tail but since we're moving out of initiative because there's so many people here uh you are slowly climbing as other people are doing things um and one you guys hear on the ground a few of the people around you yell, Holy shit, he fucking did it! He's getting up there, he's climbing! It's like Andrea Goldenson all over again! And people are like now shooting and casting spells. And um, Everybody make a perception check. Except for Mido. He's a little busy. He's a little busy. Five. Fifteen. Damn, you're a plus five? I got a plus five. Oh. Twelve. Billy, you notice that he's particularly distracted by the magic uh, that's being casted on the ground. Not so much like the ranged attack weapons as they seem to nine times out of ten just be clinking off of his armor and in every other case doing very minimal damage to him. Okay. What kind of magic? Sorry. Any magic. Like anything that catches his eye more so than like the glint of an arrow, you know? Magic bitches! Unite! <laughs> All right. Uh, so now yeah. let us let's us just roll some initiative just to like have an order of events here. I rolled a nine. Eight. Fourteen. Eleven. I'm just gonna make one broad statement for all of the other adventurers. It'll go JP, Billy, Mido, Isla. Oops, and I forgot to do the dragon. I guess the dragon goes first. <laughs> The dragon actually goes after you and before Billy. Okay. We'll start with uh, what the adventurers are doing, which is they are all shooting at it. So let me roll. Oh, I'll do this with disadvantage. Still hits. 46 makes more sense. 14. So, uh, yeah. So next in the order will be JP. And we're kind of not, like, it seems like the goal isn't really to do damage to the dragon, yeah. but to make Mido's job easier. Um, in that case, I don't really have anything I can do, because how far away is it? I mean, it's like 200 feet in the air. Okay. I can, that's in the range for a short bow, so I guess I'll short bow it. Okay. 13 to hit? So that does not hit. Uh, next in the order is the dragon. It's going to 
swoop down and shoot a 90-foot line of acid breath. And let me roll a luck check to see if you're within that. You are not. You see a lot of adventurers and knights take the brunt of this acid breath damage um, and cough and hack, and some of them fall to a knee. And that brings it to Billy. Would it be stupid to cast Flaming Spear at it? Because it's fire? It's not a fire dragon. Okay, then I'm going to cast Flaming Spear at it. Uh, It is a dexterity saving throw. 17. It saves. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, next in the order will be Mido. Yes! I climb. You climb. What's your climbing speed? With spider climb? Oh, it's the same as your walking. So 45 45 feet. feet. Ah, damn! So yeah, you're about halfway there now. Oh, wait, no, wait! Oh, fuck. If I use another key point... Oh, you can climb as the rest of your bonus action and dash up the rope. I could technically... Wait, which one would let me do that? I don't see that. If you just use your bonus action to dash, um, that means that you can uh, move double your speed. And if, like, climb is your walking speed, you can get 90 feet up the rope, which means you just make it there. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. That. So that's your whole so turn, though. Okay. Great. You are up there. Make a strength check to hold on to the tail and not slip down the rope. Okay. Ten. Uh, you slip five feet down the rope and lose hands on the tail. So you're still at the tail, but you're not quite on it yet. Uh, and that brings it to Isla. I don't know. I don't want to waste a spell slot in none of my cantrips. You could just do a cantrip that's not in range and try to distract it and get it to come closer to the ground. That's so that true. if Mido were to fall, he would take less falling damage. I'm not worried about falling damage. I'm fourth level now. Jesus. I'm going to use poison spray. That's a cantrip. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and aim it at it. It's not going to work. It's only 10 feet. <laughs> uh, That's not. No, no, no. Uh, wait. Okay. Never mind. There's no flames around. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to do poison spray. So you just have to do a constitution saving. I mean, it misses because it's out of range, but I am going to make a wisdom saving throw, though. He's not distracted by that based off that wisdom save. I didn't think so. Uh, And next is the adventurers. Do some damage. And that brings it back to JP. I shoot another arrow. Okay. Uh, 11. Uh, that does not hit. And next in the order is the dragon, who is going to come and land on the ground. Mido, make a strength saving throw. 18. You hold tight to the rope as the dragon lands heavily on the ground, a mere, like, 80 feet from your party, as its tail swings up and swishes into the air and sends you kind of careening in an arc over the dragon. (laughs) And it's going to make a claw attack in a large semicircle. Let me make a uh, luck check for you guys. You guys are not in the semicircle that it slashes through, uh, but a large number of adventurers and knights go flying off to the east as it sent as it bats them with a claw attack. Fucking NPCs. And next in the order is Billy. Okay, I'm gonna try to cast flaming spear again. 
It is a dexterity saving throw once again. Are you in range for it to really do damage? 60 feet. So you would have to run up 20 feet. Okay, I'll run up 20 feet. Okay, and I'll do a dex save. That's a 11. Haha, I do. That does not save. Okay. 2d6 fire damage. Okay. That's eight. Yeah. I did something. Hooray. <laughs> so proud. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Uh, next in the order is Mido. Uh, you have the opportunity here to make a dexterity saving throw to land higher on the dragon's back at the start of your turn. Like, because he's flinging his tail around? Because he flung his tail around and you kind of careened up and in an arc over him. <sighs> okay. Nope, that's a 13. Okay, uh, you swing back around to the side of the dragon's tail and land there dangling right beside it. Can I get, it, with 45 feet, can I get to the dragon's head? How long is a dragon? I don't, I think maybe. A dragon can't be 45 feet long. I don't know, man. It falls under gargantuan. It's enormous. 20 feet by 20 feet. Oh, that's so small. So you could actually land you if you were to grab onto the tail you would slide down to the base of it and then you could run up the back of the dragon using spider climb and yeah. get to the head i want to do that and can i also like do like i said with the rope and try to like hook it around something so that it can't throw me too easily like hook it around one of its like horns or like spikes or something yeah um, okay, and then I'm going to try to snatch the thing I can't really see off of the horn. Make a perception check. Or an investigation, whatever's better for you. Uh, with perception I get 17. Uh, you see dangling from a horn, uh, unfortunately kind of down towards the corner of its mouth past its eye, like a round golden amulet of some kind on a long gold chain. Dangling from the tooth? From the horn, down past its eye, kind of almost to the corner of its, like, large open mouth. Jump for the chain and just, as I pass, like, grab it off the horn, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then fall? Yeah, I have a slow fall. Okay, um, yeah, I think you can just grab it on your way down. Okay. I'm gonna try to, I just need to like try to grab it with the right momentum to like unhook it from the horn yeah know? so you like you you grab it as you like launch yourself like you were straddling the dragon's neck you launch your leg off and as you like cannonball backwards you grab hold of it and pull it down off the horn yeah uh and as you slow fall to the ground uh the slow fall doesn't it just reduces the damage of falls Oh, okay. So you can still make me take fall damage. Oh, I don't know how. boy. You are 20 feet in the air. It's 1d6 per 10 feet. Okay. So I rolled 11 damage. It reduces damage by 20, no matter what. So. Oh, so well. you're good. So uh, you take no damage as you fall nimbly to the ground. And as the chain leaves the very end of the dragon's horn, we hear one last echoing screech around town. Uh, as from the snout down, the dragon turns back into a skeletal, unmoving creature. Bitch. Wow. And uh, knights and adventurers alike drop to their knees mid-battle 
having just been spared their lives, pretty much. Uh, After a few moments of silence, a rapturous cheer erupts from the city around you. The three of us, Isla, Billy, and I understand I'm still invisible, but JP, we're all still, like, together, right? We didn't really move away from that place. Aside from Mido, yeah, you three are. Yeah, yeah. How far away is Mido? Uh, 80 feet. Except Billy ran forward to get in range about 20 feet. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and it's kind of miraculous you didn't take any damage. Yeah, we did great. Yeah, I did nothing. Rust. But <laughs> I mean, I shot two arrows and they both missed. So. Well, you got the sword at least. I stole. You stole. did steal. I stole. <laughs> um, I run to where Mido is standing and I know he can't see me, but I whisper in his ear, we have to go. Come quickly. I bow. I'm bowing. I run over oh. and hug Mido and say, you are the hero. <laughs> no. We, we have to go. Okay. You can Soon be a hero somewhere bowing. else. Let's go. You, we will be heroes really no matter what. Guess. Let's go. Are you guys rushing back to the... Uh... Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to make two luck checks in a row. Okay. You passed on the first, but you didn't pass on the second. So... um about two-thirds of the way to the cottage in the woods, you hear spiders in the distance getting ready to converge. I, um, I grab hide. JP and get on top of him, hoping my invisibility will make him invisible. Like, I jump on him like a <laughs> piggyback style. I still have my invisibility. You do, yeah. One. The only person who doesn't have a le- another one is JP. We can't hide him with our invisibility. No. No, 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 no. Wait. What if I gave JP my invisibility potion and I turned into a giant wolf spider? Oh. Fantastic stealth, all of the climbing ability you expect from a spider, decent poison damage. Also, like, are they going to attack another spider? Well, aren't, will they be like, they're not wolf spiders, are they? Well, they're they're just defined as giant spider. If she's another giant venomous spider. Yeah, like, I want to, like, flex on them. Flex on them. Flex on them. (laughs) What do you want to do? All right. I give JP my potion, and I turn into a giant wolf spider. Neat! I I drink that that. shit. Let me make an intelligence throw for these spiders. (laughs) They're stupid. (laughs) They're stupid. So they have a negative four intelligence, and I rolled a three. Negative one! Yeah. I Uh, forgot who they were. So the three of you creep uh, silently beside this new giant wolf spider, um, and you make it to the cabin just at sun up so it is approximately dawn the sun is just rising you've managed to make it safely back through the woods to morgan's in record time and you arrive at his door and knock and he opens it and says oh thank god you made it back yes did you get the ingredients we also we fought a dragon uh i don't know don't ask me i don't understand i'm i uh, give me the ingredients and we'll talk about that later reanimated back to life i don't know if that's an important detail i you, well we can talk about it after we save the life of this bird that's dying from uh undeadly poison for some reason uh someone what's the ingredients i don't remember we all hold out our hands <laughs> <laughs> One of oh I, I pat my hand i pat my like breast pocket i'm like oh it was me i forgot okay I oh, okay, okay, okay great, great, thank you uh, sorry he, i forgot about those he takes it and bustles off back through the house to his um potion making station you guys are back in the house now he's like working hard at his potion making station 
you just went through a dragon battle and then fucking busted out of there. <laughs> like, what's going on? Can I roll a perception check? On what? Just the, the room in general? general room. Okay. So the, the like, main living room of the house. Yeah. Okay. It's a 12. Um... In this room, it's kind of exactly what you saw before. It looks no different other than that in the time that you've been gone, it seems he's changed the bandages that he's wrapped around the bird's leg. Um, But other than that, it's an incredibly cluttered mess. There's books everywhere, um, divinatory tools everywhere, things like that. Like just a wizard, an old wizard's house. Like that's it. I love it. Cool, cool. And it smell good. Smell like... Fresh pie. Like fresh fresh pie. baked apple pie. Oh, that's right. He has the apple tree. Yep. There's a, yeah. Well, if you go throughout the house, I'll tell you more. I walk up. I, just, I He is in like the same room doing whatever potion-y things. Yeah. His potion making uh, station is in the living room where the bird is. I walk up behind him and like, I don't like tap him on the shoulder, but like I make the motion to and assume he will, he's magic enough to know that I'm like here to bother him. And I say, um, how long do you think that will take? Um, well, you know, I'm gonna have to expedite it. Seems like the seems like the answer is one full work day to make the antidote. Even for a magician like Morgan. Yes. Magician. Yes. Cool. So yeah, he says that to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He says all of that though. That yeah, whole like that five minutes. Whole pause where we had to look up the rules and make inferences <laughs> because I'm bad at reading D and D rules. <laughs> I'm like, I I mean, oh, okay. I have I'm I have nothing to say. Okay. I just wanted to know. He's like, busy, busy yourselves, busy yourselves while I do this. I'm sorry, it's going to take me a while. Okay. Do you need any help? Absolutely not. This requires really <laughs> like super focus. Don't even he need me to like grate some garlic. <laughs> There's no garlic no, in no, the antidote. No, no, no garlic in a heal in an antidote. That's says who? I would mint it very fine. Ooh, so no, nice. No, no. Uh, I bust out my brewer's kit and I just start using his shit freely to make really powerful ale for myself. Booze. Okay. Uh, he does not notice. Yes. Uh, He's very busy. It's gonna be flavorful. And we never saw very Mido busy. again. <laughs> And then Mido got drunk. That's where my powers come from. I want to check out the amulet. Who has it? Either you or Mido. Can I do a perception? I'll give it to you if I have it. I think it would be investigation. Mido. Yeah. Bring me the amulet. Okay. Investigation, you said? Mm. 13. It's not... Upon closer look, it's not an amulet. Um, You actually see that... It looks like a closed pocket watch, more so. But it's pretty big. It's like the size of the palm of your hand. It's a. It looks like a pocket watch. Can I try to like open it? Uh, yeah. You see at the top where the hook for the chain is. There's also like a button and a turn. Uh, and when you click it in, it pops open. Make a perception check. Net twenty. Oh. Fuck, yeah. So you pop open this pocket watch, and you see that it is pretty much pure gold 
as is the chain, though they're both a little beat up from the fall and the dragon, the glass inside the pocket watch is shattered. And it seems like whatever magic essence was inside of this pocket watch has completely left it because as you see on it, when you open it, there's not numbers in it or like Roman numerals or like the D&D equivalent of Roman numerals inside it. Orcish numerals. (laughs) Um. (laughs) That was funny. No, that was funny. I liked it. Everyone laugh. <laughs> she says as I sit over Everyone here not laugh. laughing. Everyone laughs. And instead of numbers or orcish numerals, yeah. there <laughs> Thank are you. there are runes and symbols that you can't read. Um mm. and they're kind it, there's more than 12 like on a regular like sundial clock and they go more than just around as if there were hands. You don't see any hands inside the clock. It's all strange. Very, very strange. Hey, guys, look at this cool amulet. Just kidding. It's a pocket watch. And like I said, it's big. Like, Allie's a regular-sized humanoid. <laughs> Sorry. Or I- In the middle of that sentence, was that Isla going, hey, guys, look at this amulet. Just kidding. It's a pocket watch. Like, <laughs> yes. click, click. Just kidding. Just it's, kidding. A it's a pocket watch. watch. Exactly what happened. <laughs> just kidding. Also, do we know what a watch is? Do we have watches in this world? Yes, you have a watch. Clocks exist. I don't know. Clocks exist. I don't okay. know. Clocks exist. Clocks exist. Pocket watches exist. This is a time where steam engines exist. So, like, you would you would know what a pocket watch is. I have goggles. Steam <laughs> engines, i.e., like. Oh no, no! I was gonna ask: Do the steam engines newer, like very new? Okay. Yeah, yeah, very new, and they're run by steam methods. I know that oh, the right. magic is gone. On, I'm sorry. Why do I know that word? Because you put a method in our... Ah, they're shot. little fuckers. They're like basically like tiny elementals. elementals. What, Allie? I already know that there's no magic left, so it's not worth doing like an arcana check on it. You could totally do an arcana check on it. I'm going to do that. That was just inference from a perception check, so okay. go for it. Maybe there's some magic left in, in that a two. Oh, Well, there's, there's no, no magic, magic left, left in this in fucker. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't come up. No, you kind of don't get any more than what you got before. Okay. And like I said, it's it's really big. It's like the size of Isla's hand. Oh, that's bigger than I was. Th- I thought you said palm. I misunderstood. I, I meant, yeah, you know, like. Like the hole. Yeah. How do you make. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, what? please what ask. What were you going to say? How do you make sand into glass? <laughs> Get it really, really, hot, really, really hot. And then you add something that I don't remember. Silica? Don't you you got that like, magic dust. Maybe. I think I really don't remember. Don't you remember? Why do you want to make? Are you trying to replace the like the the glass glass face? Hmm. Hey Morgan, how do you make glass? (laughs) I'm a little busy right now. I can probably help you with that um, down the line once we've saved this bird. Mido Mido just points at one of the windows, and I'm like, just cut out a little piece. He won't even notice. (laughs) You do notice though that like it's curved, very thin, fine glass that covers the face of the watch. Yeah. So it's not it's not like you could just like cut out a piece like that. Okay. Um it seems like expertly crafted um artificing like you've never seen before. On that Nat 20, like you can pretty much tell this is an insanely rare magical item. Ooh, sick. Okay. What's artificing? Artificing is magic item crafting. Oh, gotcha. Like tinkering to create magic items, yeah. I walk away from Morgan and Bird is in the same room, yeah? Yeah, it's still uh unconscious on the couch. I walk away from staring at Morgan. Uh, that's what I'm going to call it. 
Um, but I walk away from staring at Morgan and I turn around and walk over and stare at the bird. (laughs) I just want to like look at it. I want to make a perception check. Does it look like anything in this world or does it seem otherworldly? I I don't know if that's perception, whatever. Arcana. I don't know. Tell me what you're making. I guess perception. Okay. Oh shit. Never mind. It's an eight. Like I said before. I did say this to you the first time you got to Morgan's before you went back to Golinson. Uh, you know what Aarakocras look re- look like, and this is not one. This is a bird person of a different type. And then can I ask That's if a it... Horse. I'm a different like, color. Oh, dear God. She's actually... Every time we look at her, she's a different color because we've dyed her with like a... We've rubbed different colored she jello wakes up, on she's her. She's like, ah! <laughs> Get this off of me! Um... Um, can I make a history check to see if, like, I know of any myths or anything, like, world history about? Please do. A nat 20. Wow. Wow. Goddamn. So, Start remember that exposition tonight. dump you didn't want to do? Sorry, I just forced <laughs> you to the do it. Info. Shit. So, there's so many layers to this campaign. I'm trying to think where you're at right now and what a nat 20 means at this moment. If you want to make it really narrow, I'm strictly looking for, like, thinking about, like, I wonder if any society has, like, Another a version of, of this myth. Like, is this... Of a red bird? Yeah. Does this seem like a myth I've heard before of, like, and then the great red bird to set whatever. So... Being a world traveler, you've traveled a lot. You've run into a lot of mythos, a lot of religions, a lot of like pantheons of gods, like pe- what people worship, what people deem like folklore and like urban legend and things like that. And in one very tiny town that you passed through, just selling cheese on your way through, you, it was it was a language you weren't very familiar with, so it was a lot. It was kind of hard for you to pick up on, but you you got in with some of the locals. You had a few drinks one night, and they were telling you all about their their background and their myths and their urban legends and a folklore that was seemingly you've only ever encountered in that town was of a red bird who came on the winds of change. You couldn't tell if they were saying it came on the winds of change or if it was the harbinger of change. But basically, this is the only inference of a red bird other than, like, a raven or a cocker you've heard of before. Potato, tomato, baby. And you've also never seen, like, you've never seen a red raven in real life. Like, ravens are black birds. You've never seen a red raven kinku, like anything like that. Did they have a name for it or did they just call it the red bird? If they did, you couldn't pick it up because of like the language barriers. So whatever they were telling you, these are like the kind of inferences you were able to pick up in your conversation. Does he remember what town? I was just going to ask, oh, do you have a name of that town? Um, hold on, let me look at my world map because I have your path. Um, oh, do you? I do. I don't have a name of the town, but it was... Very quickly after you return to the mainland, so the mainland of Lestethra. Oh, same country though. Same country, um, just like deep in the mountains. So. And they were humans. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's like I know you rolled a twenty on a history check, and I know that's pretty slim, but that's what you got. Okay. At this point, anyway. And nobody, there's never been any other talk of the red bird. No, not to your knowledge, and you're like a like I said, like a pretty well versed world traveler. I put on the amulet just so everyone knows. 
It's a pocket watch. It actually hangs down at your navel. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I like it. You look like Flava Flav. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, sick amulet. It looks cool. Thanks. <laughs> you look like Flava Flav. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you liked that. <laughs> it's just a very important reference. It is a very important reference. She looks like Flava Flav. Who does exist cano- canonically in this world? No. What is so he? Does, oh, oh, who else okay. does? Chance the Rapper. Chance, Chance the Rapper. Flava Flav. Flava Flav. They're both like very famous bards. Love it. We're going to get to the fucking penultimate episode of this show and Flava Flav and Chance the Rapper are going to come out of the weeds and save you from imminent danger. Honestly, if we don't have a deus ex machina where two <laughs> our world rappers show up to save us, I don't know what I'll do. Flava Flav is the one that fixes the glass. <laughs> the clock he replaces face. it with the one from his clock face. Dear God, oh the keeper God. of pocket watches. Wow. Are we gonna? St- <laughs> Are we gonna start time traveling to meet Flava Flav and Chance the Rapper? Yes. Are you saying that as if this campaign, what you're doing now, takes place in the past of our world? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, are you saying Flava Flav has been around <laughs> forever? <laughs> Flava Flav and Chance the Rapper are both immortal beings. <laughs> How do we I know buy that? Right. Warlock shit. That's some warlock shit. Um, I will. I'll give you this. If you guys run out of things that you want to do, we can time skip eight hours. But until then, tell me what you want to do because you'd have you have until he finishes. I want to. I want a long rest at some point. That's four hours for me. Okay. Oh, that's. Billy's gonna crash on the couch. I will say we made a point of saying it. You didn't lose any hit points. Yeah. Yeah, and I need. I had spent one key point, so that's why I wanted to rest. Yeah, what I have time spell is slots. It? It's dawn. Oh my god, our sleep schedule is so fucked up this campaign. Yeah, I guess I'll take a long rest. Okay. Are all Me four well. of you doing yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna get my spell slot back. So Mito, there's an extra four hours where you're up alone. If you, if there's something. I don't know. I feel like I'm bothering Morgan. But he didn't seem bothered when I went through his shit, so... I'm going to use a bunch of his shit. Doing what? Uh, well, I made ale. I also have a, that herbalism kit, but I don't know if I used that right. Does it take me eight hours? We Yeah, we definitely didn't look at that well enough. We need to look at the times on those. If you look okay. it up, if you look it up on uh, line, there's a guide to times by recipe, by like complexity of recipe. Oh. So I would just like keep that tucked in your back pocket for when you need it. Good to know. All right. No, I guess I'm just hanging out. Okay. Doing katas. Oh, yeah. Is that, he's demonstrating. He's, okay. It's impressive. Like Very slow. Completely yeah, been the watching, slowest. Been watching Cobra Kai. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. Okay. Karate Kid, baby. So yeah, you guys all take a long rest and, um, you all awake to Morgan standing over where you crashed, which I assume you found just like spots on the floor in the room. A chair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have all kind of like plopped yourselves around the room and made yourselves comfortable. And uh, you awake to him. Actually, is there like a guest room? Do you investigate the house? <laughs> I do. I want to find a bed. So. <laughs> I know Morgan's wow. not going to be using it. <laughs> Make yourself there's, at home. There's no guest room. But he does have a bedroom, um, but it is also full of stuff. 
Um, the, and he's one of those. There? There's a bed there, but he's one of those people who half of his bed is covered in stuff, and he's carved out just enough space to fall asleep on. That oh, means there's honey. just enough space for me to fall asleep on. <laughs> so what you're saying Marie is there's Kondo a bed. Does not approve. <laughs> Marie Kondo is not an ancient wizard man. So uh, JP opens the door, sees that there is exactly enough room on the bed to sleep, and is like, sick, and like goes right into sick. bed. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, so you guys all get your long rest. The three of you who did not fall asleep in the very crowded bedroom wake to Morgan standing over you, sweaty, haggard, hair a mess, holding a vial of liquid. And he says, I finished. I thought you might want to be awake for this. Where's your? Where's the other one? Oh, he's sleeping in Have your I woken room. up? Uh, you're not here for this, so if you... I'm, I don't know. This is like... That's okay. On the feet of the long rest. He's what? Where is he? <laughs> Sleeping somewhere. Yeah. Uh, he goes and goes and checks his room, and he's like, "Oh, just make yourself at home, I guess." Hey, we're about to give the bird the thing. I like lift the brim of the sh- the chef's hat that I'm wearing up over my eyes because in the night I've like pulled it down over my eyes like a sleep mask. It's a huge chef's hat. It's like a yeah, it's like one of the big poofy ones. Oh my I'm just, god! Like, sleep with it on. I sleep. Yes, I do. Shut up. <laughs> JP is a He's professional. A he never removes his hat. He's like the Mandalorian. He doesn't like take off his hat. Um, like a true, only true chefs. Now. Only true chefs. Or the hats twenty four seven. JP wakes up hearing Morgan talk to him, and he like with both hands, both like fa- four fingers and thumbs, like lifts it up over his eyes <laughs> and looks at him, and he goes, Ugh. and then gets up out of bed. <laughs> Love. Okay, enthusiastic. I like it. Um, great. So you guys all gather in the living room around the bird, I'm assuming. Um, and he administers the antidote to the bird, which open beak, pour in throat. Yeah. And this whole time it's kind of, it's kind of been like shuddering against the, the poison and, um, its leg is badly wounded and blood has started to seep through the bandages again because he didn't change them while he was working on the potion this whole time. And Jesus. So within a matter of minutes, the the bird's shuddering kind of relaxes and it opens its eyes and looks around you. But simultaneously, something happens where it it starts to wince and like flex against something, flex its muscles against something as as it looks at you. Um, And it doesn't speak, but it tries to sit up, but it seems to take too much energy. So it doesn't. And it closes its eyes and it's wincing and shuddering again in a much different way. How many ways are there to wince and shudder? <laughs> not, not, you know how, like, imagine if you were really sick with the flu and you were shivering and, like, cold sweat. That's what it was doing before. This time it seems like it's, like, fighting against some invisible pain. Aww. So. Its eyes are closed. Mm-hmm. But it's awake this time. It's awake and it's awake. I turn to Morgan and point at the bird and I say, mm, that did not seem to fix it. It's still broken. <laughs> uh what what do we have to get you for now to make this stop? He like passes a hand over it and kind of gets in closer and makes a medicine check, and he's like, "The poison is healed. It's it's no longer poisoned. And it's not paralyzed. I'm. Let's make an Arcana check. I'm going to do that. Can I do one do, as well? Do you want or me to also? I well, have no magic abilities. I got a fourteen. I rolled a fourteen for Arcana. Yeah. Okay. Sixteen for Arcana. Wow, dude. Not even an arcane guy. 
I know, I'm feeling a little sad. So, um, everybody else, you can see that the bird has an arcane energy akin to the feathers, obviously. And minute one, you could see that the feathers are from this bird. Like, they're long, shiny wing feathers. Fairly obvious, (laughs) right? JP, for the first time, and use this as a testament to say how strong this is, for the first time you see that this bird is shuddering and fighting to hold in the kind of energy that the artifacts that you've previously found have emitted. Like the scrap of fabric that you guys found in Conistry that was presumably causing the static, it's that times 100 and the bird is holding it in. Uh, Sorry, does anybody else see the static? The the suit goes around the bird. Once he says that, uh, Isla... Oh, yeah. And Mido yeah. and Billy, you can see that. Totally. Oh, okay. Perhaps we should uh, should we maybe uh, put it somewhere else so it does not uh, explode. Put the bird somewhere else. Yeah, should we like bring it outside and be like, look, here you go, here you go. Where, 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 what, what good would that do? It would just be doing this outside. Well, maybe, maybe it, it looks if like we it's. Find it's, another it's, wall of static. We like run across those all the time. But I don't know how if, often if you run across them. Not at all. If it is holding it in and we put it somewhere else where it will not hurt anything and we say, oh, bird, look, you can, now you can spit it all out. (laughs) And then maybe the bird will like expel it and everything will be okay. I don't know how it works. I don't even understand magic. I can't believe I even noticed this shit. Can I, I look at the pocket watch on, does it, can I do a check or perception to see if like it's like feeding off of? that or is it just not uh, yeah uh I, I think that would be arcana well that didn't go well the first time a fucking eight you can't it's it basically the pocket watch looks drained of magic you can't really tell what kind of magic was in it and how it would react to the bird's magic okay um question mm. this is like the weirdest magic jp has seen before yeah definitely does it feel dangerous or does it just seem different do you want me to roll? I would roll an insight check. Ten. I, it's definitely outlandish to you. Yeah, I would. Th- I would think that you're a little scared because this is erratic magic. Magics that you've seen are like well controlled, few and far between, and used for technology. Like magic users out in the wild are a fairly uncommon thing. Like, Isla going to school for magic is, like, a fairly new concept. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So, um, this magic is not well honed. It is visible. It is dangerous. And it, its counterparts have seemed to cause you harm. Okay. The other question I have, and this is just, like, a refresher. The blue and the red seem to cancel out. hmm Cool. Um, in that case, I say, uh... Perhaps we should use the, uh, what's the sand or the, uh, the sand? Anybody have the sand? We have to bury it sand. in sand. Little pack of sand. Hello. The beach. May, may I please uh, borrow the sand? Yeah, I give it to him. Thank you. It's like a small leather pouch full of sand. When you look at the bird with, have, with the sand in your hand, around the bird's neck is a large glass orb that's cracked and there are, is it leaking the Three sand? Three or four grains left in there. Otherwise, it's empty. Oh. Okay. I have no magic. I have no ability to do magic. So I'm going to go ahead and say 
JP, I, I just like shout at the bird like, Hello, hello, please open your eyes. I cannot talk to you, but I'm trying to communicate. Uh, it opens one eye and looks at you through like a strained eye. I hold up the pouch and I'm like, Add sand, this blue, it goes woo. It opens its mouth and attempts to speak and in a grumble, you don't understand the language it speaks. It's not like scared of it though. It's not like it is like. No, it seems like it's attempting to maintain focus on what it's doing, but also try to communicate something to you. Okay. Nobody understands what it says. The answer is no, but seeing all of you dumbstruck by this, Morgan says, um, oh, I, I got this. And he casts Comprehend Languages. Oh. Oh. Wow, thanks, Morgan. Um, so he casts Comprehend Language, and he is able to tell you. I'm sorry, you were asking about the sand. What yeah, I held asking? it up, and I was like, uh, I have this for you. Do you want this? It says, in, like, very broken language, it says, not helpful. This, uh, it comes from your necklace. It, you don't want it back in your necklace? Uh, it doesn't respond to that. Can Billy take it's out wincing. one of the pieces of cloth? Yes, Billy can take out one of the pieces of cloth. Billy takes out one of the pieces of cloth and asks, is this helpful? It sees the cloth and its eyes go wide and struggling against the strength of trying to hold this energy in, it grabs it out of your hand uh, with its feathered fingers and like looks it over. Make an insight check. Got it. Oh, I just rolled a nat 20. Whoa! Everybody shit. gets one tonight. But wait, I also Holy get shit. plus for insight, plus one. I rolled a twenty-one. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> um, tears start welling in its eyes when it sees this scrap of fabric, and uh, it looks at it and rubs a thumb over it and like chokes something out. And Morgan says, "It said it. All it said was stolen." Stolen. Morgan says, "By the way, I don't know if this is necessary for you to know. It's speaking celestial." Oh. Ah, celestial. The root bird is a god. That it's not necessarily what that means, but um, yeah, it's it's speaking celestial. Okay. Do you want us to find the rest of that cloth? Uh, it looks to you and like nods before going back and like wincing hard at a particular wave of energy. Isla, are you still wearing the watch? Yeah. It gestures wildly to the watch. I take it off and give it to the bird. Okay, uh, it takes it in its hand and looks at it, and that same, like, sadness and, like, desperation comes over its face, seeing that it's completely broken, and it, like, it, like, gestures it in your face as wildly, like... Can I just say, I'm really upset because I've been imagining this bird as Ho-Oh, but in this scene, he's just immediately transformed into a volley. No! <laughs> because of the feathered hands, the feathered Aww. fingers, like, taking it out. So Morgan's like, I it's it's it seems impossibly hard for this bird to speak. I'm going to just detect thoughts. Let me in. Let me detect your thoughts so that we can have a more comprehensive conversation. Did um, he say that out loud? Yes, he did to the bird. Uh, that was really. I love the way he said that. Yeah. Let me what? in. Let, let me in. Let Please, me in. may I speak to you? Um, wow, and the bird. Is he gonna talk shit about us right now in front of us? No, he so comprehend or detect thoughts. He can't message into the bird's mind. He's detecting thoughts so that he can have a conversation out loud with you guys and then hear the bird's response rather than casting message, which he would have to keep pinging. Oh, God, this guy is so useful. 
Um, <laughs> he's a wizard. So he casts Detect Thoughts and uh, he says, is the watch more important than what the scrap of fabric is from? Um, and there's a kind of a pause and you see the like bird looking over his face with one eye open as it like struggles to hold in this energy. And he turns to you and he says, it's not much better. Still having a hard time even thinking about oh. anything other than holding this energy. But the answer I'm picking up is yes. It's more, the watch is more important than the fabric at the moment. Does the watch lead us to more fabric? He looks at the bird and looks back at you and he says, no, it doesn't. Oh. Well. And we just chased this bird like halfway across the world and now I can't think of what I want to know from it at all. Can can you ask where it's from? Where are you from, bored? Yeah, you, you say that, and he looks at the bird, and the bird just kind of like shakes its head. And he's like, I don't I don't think that's on the forefront of its mind right now. Why are you here? It says, it just said fell. Ah, expelled. I told you it is a god. Perhaps if we offer things to it, it will bring us material goods. What can we, we can do tell, to help? We all know at this point that it's holding in the energy oh, yeah. that makes Def- time... And you, you can see it physically struggling against something even if you can't see the arcane energy. So, like, ask it what we can do to help contain its awesome powers. As you say that, and Morgan looks back to, like, detect thoughts, the bird points at the watch. You gotta fix... It's he, broken! He says, it, it's just saying fix. How do okay. we fix it? Well, I would imagine we find a watchmaker, and then we give it to the watchmaker... And the watch had the sand in it? It shakes its head. No, the orb around its neck had the sand in it, no? Oh, okay. Yeah, the orb, it looks like the orb was cracked and broken and the sand has been leaking out as the bird has been walking. Morgan, do you know of a place where we can get this fixed? Well, I... (laughs) I did. I do. I do. Are you sure? I, I final thought, answer. Do you want my, to reevaluate? Final answer is yes. I okay. do. I do. Um, professor Killigan Wilvian. Huh? Well. He was a, a professor of artificing decades ago at the Royal Academy in Marcon. We were good, good friends when I used to study magic more publicly. But uh, last I knew, he still lived in the Marcon Kingsland. And yeah, you got I, a whole backstory, huh? I mean, yeah, I'm a guy, aren't I? Hmm. If if anybody could figure out what this watch is and how to fix it, it would be him, to my knowledge. A quest! Then we will go there! Wait, but didn't... Oh, I didn't get to see it. ...thugs from the Mark on Kingsland do this to the bird? Supposedly, yeah. It does seem like capturing the bird was an objective for some people from the Royal Academy. So that might be an issue you run into. But last I knew, Killigan didn't teach at the academy anymore. He just continues to reside there, to my knowledge. And can he be trusted? Yeah, I trusted him with my life for many a year. I would hope that he can be trusted by you. Then I will not kill him. Admittedly, I haven't seen him in, let's say, approximately 50 years. Then perhaps I will have to kill him. I'd say try not to. Well, I will do my best. <laughs> okay. Also, well. do you do you perhaps have three equal-sized ladles? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 
you'd have to check the kitchen. I'm not really... Very well, I will check the kitchen. Okay. And I turn around and walk into the kitchen. Okay. Um, are you guys... As you guys are standing around and, like, you've kind of stopped paying attention to the bird and, like, conversing with it through Morgan, it's kind of, like, resigned to sitting back and, like, deep breathing, focusing all its energy on maintaining the energy. And it seems to be... It seems to be having a much less difficult time being able to kind of meditate on it and, like, focus solely on that. So... Morgan kind of says, like, it seems best to leave the bird to its work as we as we attempt to fix the watch. No? Yeah. We gotta mm. go. JP, when you walk into the kitchen, first of all, you are hit hard in the face with the smell of a fresh-baked apple pie. And it is I sitting like, out on the table. So is, it, is the apple pie, like, no matter how long it has sat there, it always smells like apple pie? Because I love that. Pretty much, yeah. You, when you look at the tree, the, this, this is the room of the house where... The house is com- like leaning heavily to the left. Yeah, the this is the room that's leaning onto the tree, like being supported by this apple tree. And when you look at it, there are all different kinds of apples growing from one tree. The pie is there. That there is a oh, pie yeah, in yep, the room, and it's still steaming. Uh, I do. I find my three ladles. I like rummage through drawers. Yes, you actually find a plethora of ladles to choose from. I take three of them. Okay. I need them to rebuild my ladle grappling. <laughs> that's hook. what I. That's what I thought. <laughs> so I take three, and then also, do I? Is there like parchment paper or anything? Uh, no, he's a messy baker. I I mean to like like anything to like wrap a food in. Oh sure, there's like uh, cloths and papers and things like that. Yeah. Neat. I take one and I cut a slice of the apple pie and I put it in and I just take it with one. Me. Just, just one. one. Okay. Cool. It's for me. Fucking. Okay. okay. I it, I understand little to no magic. I'm going to assume this is a magic apple pie that never <laughs> ends, so I'm taking a piece. That's fair. Okay. Great. What are the three of you doing? As, uh, and I, at one point I pop out and I'm like, I found the ladles! And then pop back in. Great. Back to the conversation the three of you are having, whatever it is. Um, I tell the bird, don't worry, I'll kill those guys for you. The bird does not respond to that, but you get the feeling that was a wild sentence to say. <laughs> does she, though? Uh, maybe not. It is Billy. <laughs> yeah, so Morgan is like, I, all right, if you're going to go to the Mark on Kingsland, you're going to have to travel in the opposite direction through the spider woods again. Fuck. So, get ready I'm for that. So, so how many invisible potions do you have for us again? Oh, fuck. You know... He goes back to his table. He has four potions left, four invisibility potions left of his stock because he did not have the time to make more while you were away. And he says, no, but your horse, though. Oh, right. Hmm. What if we left our baby horse? Can we leave Camille I walk out as they say that, and I'm like, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I would rather die than leave Camille behind. Okay, so Camille gets your invisibility potion. Yeah, we're coming back. I've got, I, hold on. He uh, rushes off and um, like goes into another room and you hear some clattering and clanging and like things thudding to the ground. And then he comes back holding like a brass cup full of like what looks like overturned pencils, but a little too long. And he like sifts through them and they're clinking against the brass cup. And then he pulls one out and it's a wand. And he's like, I made this. It's a wand of silence. It casts silence in a 35-foot cube around your party so there's no sound can happen. Cube. That might cube. help. 
Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. I, I can't see why it wouldn't. That sounds fine to me, but I have a proficiency in stealth, so... Okay, but your horse less doesn't. rogue. I don't know. We've been on some adventures. He's been pretty quiet before. This is, well, listen, this is to borrow. He goes and, like, hovers it over the palm of your hand. And he's like, this is to, no, no, I don't like the face you're making, though. Borrow. I don't, it is to borrow. I don't. No, you can give that to me. Give it to me. I I will take good care of it. He turns to Billy and puts it in her her hand. And he looks at JP and he goes, to borrow. (laughs) I'm afraid it is not my language. The first language I don't understand the word borrow. (laughs) (laughs) Can you please explain? Not keep. I keep? No. Yes, not, I will keep. Okay, no. thank you very much. Oh, Goodbye. Oh, shit. This sucks. And I just fucking walk out. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, all right. You guys just rested. You've got your invisibility potions. You've got your wand of silence. Um, that is one charge per day. Use it wisely. Uh, lasts an hour. Mm, what else? You're going to want to get back pretty fast. And you're not going to want to go through the spiders. Hold on one second. He goes and like this big hutch that's in uh, like against one of the walls in the room covered in books and things he starts rummaging through the drawers of it and tossing things aside and he pulls out an old weathered brass key and he holds it out to you and he says i am trusting you really heavily with this i don't really get why this if you put this key in a lock no matter what kind of door, it'll open to my cottage. JP walks back in and he's like, I would hold that one. No. He gives it to Isla. Thank you. And I put it oh. on like a little chain and around my neck like Zoe 101. That's ah! amazing. Isla! Don't catch the reference. Isla 101. Isla 101. Isla 101. Are you ready? Ah! Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Mido's like actually just on JP's side on that one. Uh, keys are really like his thing. I mean, I'm just saying, okay. Don't well, you think you know. like lock picks are his thing? Mm. I am good at picking locks. That is true. Well, you can't pick a lock to open a magic door to my house. So here's this, Isla. I got it and I already put it on my neck. Okay, perfect. You have that I now. look at Isla and I do the finger thing where I'm like, I'm watching you. I trust you implicitly. She blows if a kiss. If you let bad vibes in my house, <laughs> our vibes are going to be off, Isla. I don't want bad vibes. Listen, either. Morgan, you've let me in this house, and if my vibes have not fucked up this house, nothing will fuck up the vibes in this house. Mino and Isla's vibes cancel your vibes out. Oh, Aw, that's you. the nicest thing. Do you know what? I don't think I like being a character where I'm just constantly insulted. (laughs) You are constantly insulting others. That's not true. I've not insulted you. You are so far. How do you remember? We played that session like a month ago. Whose fault was that? (laughs) We've been here for a month. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Chaos. Pure chaos. Hey, it's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you liked it. Uh, If you are enjoying what you're hearing, as always, please follow us on whichever platform it is you get your favorite podcasts on. We're on a lot of them. And while you're there, please leave a rating and review, especially on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. It would super duper help us a lot and boost the show. 
And if you're not already, I highly recommend following us on Twitter and Instagram. I always let you know when new episodes are going up and if the new episode of the week is going to be late or not coming up at all. So follow us there. Keep an eye on those for updates and uh, interact with us there as much as you like, especially using the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast. We are really breaking into the good stuff in season two now, and I'm having so, so much fun. The more we get to play of this campaign, the more I absolutely love it, and I hope you do too. If you think you know someone who likes D&D, likes improv podcasts, just likes to laugh, and likes story-based things, please go ahead and pass our podcast along. We would super appreciate it. I apologize for being late with this episode. I just needed an extra week to catch up. Uh, We didn't really have much wiggle room, and I really wanted to make sure I wasn't putting out something half-assed, because though this is not my full-time job I still love to put in the care and effort in it so I hope that you are enjoying it I hope that it is really pulled you in and you're you're ready to hear more of this story because we are super super into it on our side I look forward to you hearing more and as always friends I will catch you in the next one bye